Welcome everyone, live from Siasi Melton in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Melton Live on Live FM. My name is Anna and my co-hosts today are Nikita and Brianna. Our special guests are Kevin and William. Hi, Kevin and William. Hi, Anna. Hi, Anna. <laughs> so today we'll be to- talking about the topic of insecurities. So my first question for you is, what changed in regards to insecurities as you got older? Kevin? Um, well, for me, um, a lot of things changed, such as... Um, like, like your perspective on like how, like the different standards of what males should like, how they should act or how they should like look like. Um, for example, it's there's like this very um, standardized um, idea of how like males should have like six packs or yeah. like be like very like masculine in order to like stand out in society. And there's also the um, the attitude that like males should be always like willing to like you know like be up there and be like kind of like i guess alpha kind yeah. of ish uh me personally i think uh, the requirements uh the requirements that you uh that you had to fulfill as you got older changed drastically when you were younger it was far more simple to just be yourself and far yeah. more accepted to be yourself but as you got older the requirements change you go through school you go through life um kind of breezy the first couple of years and as you get older, you your responsibilities come through, and especially as a male, you have to be. Um, if you have younger siblings or anyone like younger that looks up to you, you have to set a role model and a yeah. standard to, so that they can follow or just uh, mm-hmm. be a good human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just with that, I think that um, the social media was a really big effect because as we got older, we got exposed to um, more social media and more different standards like uh, you're like skinny hourglass different types of bodies and like more people became aware and as you're younger you never really have to worry about what you look like and as you grow older like those like, stereotypes of what you have to look like just build up especially from like I remember you saying before like when you watch like tv shows as a kid mm. it builds that stereotype of what high school is going to be like and what you have to look like and yeah um, like going on what um, Kevin and uh, Nikita said, like I-, I definitely dedicated a large majority of time to working out to look a certain way and to be um, to be represented in a certain way, and I spent like twenty hours a week just dedicated to this one thing, and it was definitely taxing on me as a person. Yeah, and um, I enjoy it now, but as the start, it's just was it worth it? Was it not? Yeah, question that now. Yeah, I believe that you can lose who you are as a person as you grow older, seeing everyone and wanting to be like other people. Yeah, that changes a lot as you grow older. Yeah, how did comments from others alter your perception of yourself? William? Um, definitely to self-actualize. Like, I hear a lot of things. Everyone hears a lot of things about themselves they may not want to hear or they do want to hear. And that affects them, like... Um, I definitely changed a few things about myself after I've heard some criticisms and uh, those criticisms were good sometimes and sometimes they were just hurtful but I reckon as a whole I learned from them and was able to become better yeah adding on to that there's like this idea of like obviously throughout like probably your teenager life there's obviously going to be rumors that like yeah. spread around and that could for sure change like your perspective on yourself and um Sometimes that's not always good because it definitely changes, like, it could change who you are, like, as a whole. Like, you could definitely, like, for sure be, like, uh, perhaps not true to yourself, in a sense. And, Kevin, how do you think those rumors start? Uh, well, rumors can start based on, 
perhaps like different like as i said before like different stereotypes that people have for yourself like if people like see things or hear things about like this and that about you or if they like at first glance see oh look this person may not be like this or they may not like do this then yeah those rumors will definitely like begin to start yeah um sorry nikita what do you think I think that um, there's a lot of comments that can be made. And again, like um, William said, there's positive ones and negative ones, right? Mm -hmm. And both of them can be taken in constructive feedback, yeah? But it's the way we perceive them. And sometimes we can change a bit too much. As you said, we can lose ourselves in them. Yeah. Yeah. And also comments on social media if you post something. Like if you think... Oh, I looked like skinny in this photo. It was like a full face, like full body photo of myself. And then someone can say, "Oh, but you looked fat." And I was like, "Oh, did I?" Because I thought myself that I looked good, but someone else thought that I didn't. So ultimately, am I pretty or am I not pretty? Like going on that, I um have posted like photos of myself on social media. Before. Yeah, and um, it's definitely a, it can be a daunting thing to mm. do it to start out. Because you have no idea what what your um what the reception is going to be. It could be bad, it could be good. They could be um positive, could be negative, and yeah. it's really just um just not knowing. And I guess that's like what phrase people off of it at the start, just not knowing. And adding on to that, I just want to ask, like how your self how your self esteem was impacted by your connections of others. Oh uh, my um my self esteem, definitely um. <laughs> My close friends, especially, I had close friends, and um, how they saw me mattered to me a lot. Yeah. And um, definitely, if I ever got some criticism from them that I saw was like, it's definitely true, and I need to fix this. It um, it hurt, obviously, mm -hmm. but definitely was necessary. And I guess being self confident is also helped by those same people because when I did something that um, they supported, mm -hmm. I just felt much much better, and yeah. I felt more confident in myself. As like same with working out. As I started working out, I built a lot more confidence, and was just able to open. It opened new doors for me through the advent of just pushing myself to be there and pushing myself to do new things. Yeah, from like what William said, it's definitely important. Like, um, without your social life, it's important to have like friends that are like able to like boost your self esteem and keep you on that like same level with them. Because um, it's very common, especially in this society, that you are going to have like some friends that were going to drop your self-esteem mm -hmm. in many different ways and it's just not really like beneficial for you i think also in regarding to connections it could be you being jealous of a friend like and it's not your friend's fault it's how you think of yourself like let's say i have a friend and she's like really smart or something and then i used to be really smart and now she's really smart and it's like I want to see and I want to get the good of her but it's hard and then you start bringing yourself down because you can't reach that but it's different things like we all have good things and we all have bad things about ourselves but we always see the bad things and get the goods of others that we become jealous of you're definitely comparing ourselves to one another yeah it can definitely put us down or bring us up but I think if we compare ourselves to make ourselves feel better like is that a positive thing? If I put someone down to make myself feel mm. better, am I gaining anything? Or if I put, if I raise someone so high above myself that I can never I can never seem to reach them, am I just like it's just uh, what's self sabotaging? Yeah, it's finding a fine line. 
Yeah, I definitely think when having like a close bond to someone or even like a significant other, like their opinion like matters more than like a stranger or like yourself even. Like one small comment, even like a joke could really like change how you see yourself and others. And like, yeah. Yeah, I think with that one that sometimes when you have a negative relationship with someone and it keeps going on and you can't get out of it, it slowly brings your self-esteem down and your self-worth down that you forget who you are. And I don't, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I agree. Well, adding on to that, very disregarding the last one, something a bit different. So since weight and height is such a continuous issue, what are some of the hard, harshest criticisms that you have encountered? Kevin? Well, um, for me, as a not very tall person, mm. for sure, um, it's... Um, at one point, it was very harsh for me in life and very like, um, like unmotivating for me when people like keep telling me that I'm, sh I'm short, mm. which is like obviously because there's this standard that like usually like males are like really tall because you always see like oh like like the boyfriend is always taller than yeah, like the girlfriend yeah. yeah so it's always like that um, idea and obviously it's um, pretty harsh for me at like sometimes which at. Uh, at this point now, I don't really mind because I yeah. got over that. But at, yeah, at one point in time, it was pretty like, yeah. Um, I think I can provide a different perspective from mm -hmm. Kevin. Like um, I was definitely when I was younger, I was like underweight or not underweight, but I was extremely skinny. Mm -hmm. And in that, um, you always get picked on for that. And when you get picked on, you can't do anything to fight back because yeah. you're weak, you were skinny. And that definitely pushed me to start working myself. But definitely like because of that, I wouldn't have started working out. Yeah. It's, like being picked on and being seen as skinny or weak definitely um it makes you want to do more by it makes you feel bad about yourself especially if you are if you are just tuning in you're listening to mountain live on live fm live from crc mountain in melbourne australia my name is anna and my co-hosts today are brianna and nikita our special guests today are kevin and william yeah, just continuing on with that one about being skinny. I like I've been pretty skinny my whole life, so it's always been something that people are like, "Oh, you're so skinny," but they mean it as a compliment. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I didn't like it. I was like, "Wow, okay, maybe I need to get fatter." But mm -hmm. as I got older, I was like, "Wait, being skinny is a good thing. Maybe I should get skinnier." And I think that all the comments they were meant as a compliment, but I took them the wrong way. Yeah, I think definitely like that's how most people's body dysmorphia starts out. Because mm. you want to, you want to see yourself in a certain way based on how other people, yeah. how they, you, you make yourself comply to other people's perspective, and you definitely don't put yourself in, you don't put yourself first at that point. Mm. You're like you're eating more, eating less for everyone else. And like especially like with like underweight and like overweight, I feel like there's no like set like mm. body weight to be at. Like there's always something to pick at, and like telling someone that they need to lose weight or they need to gain weight, like, they can struggle with that a lot. Like, some people can't put on weight and some people can't lose weight as easily and they have to, like, change their habits to, like, apply with, like, what other people think. And, like, it starts, like, eating disorders and, like, people starve themselves and, it, like, it can ruin someone's, like, actual, like, health. Yeah, and I feel like recently we'll have models, let's say, and models have always been very skinny. But now recently they've been incorporating like plus size models and we're normalizing both of them. However, with that, we don't really see an in-between. We see like very skinny and like 
plus size. But what about like the 12, 14, 16 size people? You don't see that because let's say they're too fat in quotations to be in the skinny spectrum, but they're too underweight to be in the plus size section. So now for all those in between people, they have to like choose a side. Yeah, definitely. You could say that those two, um, those two sides represent the extremes, like mm. being overweight and being underweight. And there's no healthy, there's no healthy there's in between. There's no healthy, yeah. What are your thoughts on modern double, um, modern society double standards? Um, I reckon there are a lot of double standards and a lot of double standards that have been ingrained in our society. Mm. We definitely see that with like, um, say with fights, like if say a girl punches a guy he's inherently not allowed to punch him back. Yeah. Punch him back. It's yeah. definitely frowned upon in every aspect. But um, but if a, and if a guy hits a girl, like even if there's not a reason, but like there's a motive or justification behind it, he's frowned upon and definitely not okay. Yeah. It's as if like, to add on to that, it's as if like there's so much um, like uh, pressure like put on like us men because there's uh, so many double standards that are um, uh, set towards us. Um, because in like what William said in this, if, um, I'll, I'll say another example. If we like, let's say you go on a first date, right. And mm. you, um, you don't pay like the bill for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It can be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you're, you, you're very like, um, frowned upon because it should be, it's, uh, you're yeah, you, you're, you're expected to pay as like the bigger person. As mm. the man. Yeah. 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 Some people say that like, um, they've. Like it's emasculating some men if they don't pay. Yeah. They feel definitely um they feel as if they're being uh put down in their own right. Like they they're putting themselves in that position to feel put down. Like yeah, they don't they don't feel like they're good enough to like live up to the standard. Yeah. 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 And definitely from a girl's perspective, um, not considering like dates and fights and stuff, but like from the parents, um, since I'm like Indian, my parents are very or my cousins and aunties, they're very thing of men should go out because they're stronger and they can take care of themselves and a female should just stay close to home and because mm. they can't protect themselves. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I relate to that. Like I've seen a lot like in um sort of uh, scenarios where the women just stay inside where the men go out. And it, yeah. uh, it definitely creates a, a standard and stereotype for other young women like and men there. Like Yeah. And with the double standards, there's also like somebody can be to a girl. Oh, you're really strong for a girl. Like, would you be stronger if, like, you were a guy? Like, how does that make a girl feel if, like, you're receiving a compliment, but compliment, but someone goes, oh, but for a girl, mm. like, why is that? What is that? Uh, why is that a difference? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or like, you're good at sport. Oh, you're a really good basketball player for a girl. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why is that necessary? Mm. And I'm sure, like, guys experience it, like. In my, I'm Hispanic, so in my family, like, guys don't cook. If you say a male can cook, oh, you're a really good cook for a guy. Like, the, the girl is supposed to cook. Like, they're two different situations that shouldn't be happening for girls and boys. Because, mm. like, the stereotype from, like, 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 like old days, like, back in the day, where mm. it's, like, the guy gets the education, brings in the money, like, they have to take care of the family and the girl. All they do is, like, cook, clean, and, like, you know, and... That's, like, still a stereotype now. Mm. Like, it's slowly, like, going out, but it's still there. And, like, especially with, like, education, like, there's still, like, that stereotype that, like, men are smarter. Like, girls just don't, you know, they're not as smart. And it's, like, that constant stereotype. 
Yeah, so if you do receive these comments from friends or other people, so where do we draw the line with friends' jokes about you? Uh, I think definitely really? where we draw lines is um, it's very subjective on the people you're with and how mm. close you are. Say with my close friends, I can make a joke about them, how they look, but you just wouldn't work with a stranger. Yeah. You, you're, you're provided that lenience with your friends because you know them, you trust them, they trust you. You have the, um, the ability and opportunity to make those, like you have the, what's the word? You have the knowledge about them to know what, they, what they'll accept and what they won't. Mm. Yeah, there's that idea that um, with your closer friends, you're obviously going to be able to make more like lenient jokes and more acceptable jokes because um, like you're closer to them and they know like they're more comfortable with you um, being able to make those jokes. So Kevin, do you think that could be confused sometimes with bullying? Mm, yeah. Um, I reckon that could definitely be sometimes confused with bullying because um, let's say like you, you make a joke, right? Um, and it's obviously like maybe like uh, similar to like what you usually make but if the joke is like still um, if it like goes over the line let's say because there's obviously there's sometimes that jokes can go too far yeah and if it does go too far um, you're it probably at some point could be considered bullying but you wouldn't know it because like um, they probably wouldn't tell you and yeah I think drawing the line is um, it's very contextual it's contextual as well because it changes constantly. Mm -hmm. Say someone goes through something that you have no idea about. Mm -hmm. They can take that in an offensive way and that's completely fair on their part. You just have no idea how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And even if you do feel bad, you've still made the decision to make that joke. You know? It's, it's definitely... It's definitely... Um, what's the word? It's, um, it can be controversial. Mm -hmm. It's a controversial topic. Yeah, see, just going off that one, I think that sometimes when friends make jokes, there's a certain way to the jokes. Like, if you personally pick out something that you know they're struggling with, like, say they don't like their nose, and you're like, oh, your nose, maybe one time it's like, okay, and then they continually say it. I think that's the point where it becomes a bit excessive. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like some friends use, like, it to their advantage. Like, they think, okay, we're friends, I can make those jokes because... You know, like your friends, like it's fine, like they shouldn't care. But then they also need to learn, like, to again draw the line where, like, they feel uncomfortable. And, like, from personal experience, like, they'll keep going even though you talk to them about it and then they use that excuse, like, oh, we're friends, like, I don't mean it, like, it's just a joke, like, why are you so sensitive? And then it's just like, if your, your friend doesn't appreciate it, they don't like it, then, like, you need to learn to just not keep it going you know yeah but it's really not about sensitivity it's it's like what you feel insecure about mm. and there's also if you like let's say big ears or something something that someone's insecure about if your friend says oh like your ears are big and then she goes or he goes on to someone else and be like oh yeah look at her ears like aren't they big That's like pardon <laughs> sorry <laughs> that makes them feel bad because now you have two people noticing it and now you know it's not just your friend thing you become you you overthink it a lot mm. definitely if someone's like um say when someone puts you down just to raise themselves up like mm. in a situation where they try to insult you just to seem funny or to, to, to gain some popularity or something like that there's always situations where someone will do that and it's definitely 
you just don't know how to feel about it because they're your friend and they're not doing it to be funny they're doing it to be hurtful but in a way to make them seem cool yeah yeah um do you, when you're around the other gender do you feel less or more insecure around them um going off the idea of like the different standards that i said i personally would definitely feel um more insecure when i'm with the other gender especially with like uh those who are like um like strangers to me from the other gender yeah like let's say like i'm going out on the beach right and like there's obviously like a mix of boys and girls right i'm obviously not going to do something like that's stupid to like um perhaps maybe um hurt my quote-unquote masculinity mm -hmm. right so it definitely makes me more feel insecure but i um I'm not sure how to answer this question because I, I act the same with boys and girls mainly. Yeah, and, that's um, good. I don't necessarily feel more insecure, but I feel as if that I have to make more of an impression. I have to try and get them to like me, you know, yeah. if, if that's with new people or um, people that I'm just meeting. But definitely with friends and um, friends who are cl like fe close female friends, you have that comfort there to just, you know, like to be to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to have. It's very healthy. Yeah, just with that one, um, I do think that sometimes when I meet the other gender, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like a little bit quieter. But then when I get to know them, and then I'm like, okay, they're not that bad. But then suddenly they make comments like they're talking about this woman they like, and they're like, oh, her butt's so big. Or like she posts these weird stories. And I'm like, okay, wait, should I feel insecure as well? Because they make all these comments. So I think it depends on the person a lot. But mm -hmm. I also do feel more comfortable with girls. Like, personally, like, the same as William, I kind of just feel, like, comfortable around both genders. But then, like, with, like, strangers, you do want to put that in, like, impression that, you know, you just have a good impression, so you try to, like, uplift yourself more. Mm -hmm. But then when you're more comfortable with them, it's just, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, with different genders, if you put in the aspect of a relationship and you feel like you need to impress your partner or like your crush more so what you do is you start nitpicking the worst things about yourself that you need to camouflage in order to impress that person or make yourself seem better so in when you do these things you notice more and more and then you start thinking about like oh have other people seen these because this is my first time looking at them like it goes on with what people are thinking and if you have something like something on your face or like acne or something and like if you and your partner are like looking close to each other you're gonna feel really insecure you're like oh or anyone like they're looking at me really close like are they looking at all my acne like do I look ugly to them when it's really a natural thing so they should just they should just live with it like this is who they are and someone like acne is just normal um I just want to ask, like, when do you start, when, what do you do when you start to feel insecure? Uh, me personally, um, I try to take on a, an approach where I try to solve that issue and try to do something to fix it. And fixing it, hopefully, I try to do it in a way that's constructive and definitely not destructive to myself mm -hmm. or other people. Like, say, I, uh, I feel insecure about a certain, <laughs> a certain muscle group that's, like, imbalanced or one's definitely more noticeable than the other then I try to fix that or if it's like something with my clothes especially if you have something I recall one time I went out with Kevin to the city and um I spilled like a tiny bit of pizza sauce on my jumper I I went to the store and bought a shirt just to cover it up mm -hmm. it was definitely an extra thing that I didn't have to do but I feel as if, like me I'm I don't want to say I'm vain but I 
place a lot of emphasis on trying to look as best as I can or trying mm-hmm. to present myself in the best manner. Yeah. It's usually like when you're like out in like, let's say not in your uh, local area, for example, like you're not usually in your school or in your like um, local supermarket. You're like in bigger areas like the city. Um, it's usually then when insecurity can start to kick in because you're definitely with strangers and you want to make that impression of like yourself. So, yeah. It, especially to the smallest thing. I was fixating on that one little dot that I was completely, I was completely blocked from just enjoying the rest of the day. I was fixating so much on one tiny little thing that I let it ruin the rest of my time until I covered it up. Like, should I have done that? Yeah. Um, going off that from a female perspective, it's like what you wear. Let's say all your friends are wearing something like tight, so you want to wear something tight too. And you're expected to like like suck in your stomach or stuff for photos and that makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm. But you don't want to feel uncomfortable because let's say you're going to a party and you want to have a good time. But you can't help how you feel, so you just want to blend in with everyone else, and you want to, and like you put on a jacket or a jumper, but you don't feel yourself in this jacket or jumper because you don't think it looks good on you or something else, and that's just even more insecurities. But you have, like, it's something of learning that you don't have to be like other people, you don't have to do what other people do because you are your own person. And if you do feel like that, or if you do feel like you're overweight or something, and you want to fix that to be healthy, not to be skinny if you don't want to be because it's very normal for girls to want to be skinny but their thing is it's like oh I want to be skinny to be skinny but we should start focusing on focusing on I want to be skinny to be healthy or I want to be at that good weight but it's hard when that's not possible because it's like when you're too skinny you and then when you do get skinny you need to eat more and definitely, like, if your healthy weight looks incredibly different to someone else's healthy weight. And we, we draw those comparisons again. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, when I start to feel insecure, I start to fix every little thing I don't like about myself. I look at it and I'm like, okay, wait, I don't like this. And you try to fix it and it keeps going and it gets worse and worse. Yeah, so I think I, I really appreciate you guys coming here today and talking about your insecurities. I know it's hard, but everybody does have their own insecurities. We just have to learn to normalize them. But that's all we have time for today. Thank you to Kevin and William. It's been a great pleasure. Talking. No, of course. Oh, yeah. Definitely fun being <laughs> here. Yeah. Pleasure being here. <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you today. We are live from CRC Melton in Melbourne, Australia. You have been listening to Melton Live on Live FM. My name is Anna and my co-hosts today were Nikita and Brianna. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day.